0: hello and welcome to according to john today we have a fantastic topic and i got this topic because someone called me the other day and they said i got a question well first they text me and they go i got a question for you and i said okay what's your question and they said if you don't have the discernment of the holy spirit are you saved wow that's a great question that's a a great question. Beca- and, and here's what, here's what started it you off. You can't answer that in 30 seconds, though. You can't answer it in 30 seconds. So I I sent him back a uh, a text and said, uh, you got time to talk? <laughs> Tune in our next podcast. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> hey, welcome to According to John. I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co-host, Pastor Duke Herget, the Duke Meister. And if you've not been on his podcast, you go on any podcasting platform put in Pastor Duke, it'll come right up. He's number one, and uh, man, doing a great job. And uh, I'm telling you, he, he has put some good stuff out lately. As a matter of fact, la- uh, the last one, uh, or one of the ones that that we put up was is America in Prophecy uh, today, and um, wow. You need to go check it out. Well, this is my mentor
1: here. If it wouldn't be for him, I wouldn't be doing podcasting, but I give it everything I got and it's my final hurrah. And it's so amazing that we can study the Bible, pour our hearts into people, technolo- you know, through technology twenty four seven, all over the world. So uh
0: thanks for listening in. Yeah, and, uh, I, I we just do, want to be a blessing. Here's the cool thing. And I don't I don't do this I, I do it out of curiosity, right? I, I keep count of all the countries that have downloaded, according to John, mm-hmm. and I am over 40 now. Wowzer. 40 countries. 40 countries. I'm, dude, that... I'm mm. Sitting right here in this little cubicle here, right? Yeah, we're just sitting <laughs> in the studio and, you know, it's... um Take that, Satan. <laughs> right? It is so crazy. And it's like, like we were talking earlier, man, You you go to bed. You, you get up in the morning, you check the stats, and all of a sudden, you know, you just had 25 people that listen to your podcast while you're sleeping, learning about the things of the world, the things of the Bible, and how the two come together. Yeah, what a what a
1: privilege it is for us to minister to you, oh, and uh, yeah. I've been blessed on my podcast. A handful of people have uh, felt led to support my ministry. We never mention anything about money, but studios and equipment cost uh quite a bit of money especially the video part yeah. i just went audio i'm and, not going to tell you all the money i got <laughs> tired of. if you do i'll tell your wife and you'll be in big trouble
0: be big, well she knows because she had to keep writing the checks and she said when are you going to stop and i said when we got it yeah I think we're
1: just I think you're about there. I think I'm there. But people have uh, actually sent in money. It's interesting. It it cost me $1800 to get set up just for the audio part. And thank you for giving me wisdom on what to get and all that kind of stuff. But uh, uh four different people felt led of the Lord to just send me chucks, um, chunks of money randomly. Just said God has ministered to me. You never mentioned money. Bring, and guess how much money that came in? It covered all of your costs. The exact amount, <laughs> 1800 bucks. It was like, thank you, Jesus. Uh, you're so nice. And so right. my wife saw me paying money out of my pocket to minister to people, and then yeah. uh, she got pretty happy when all that came back. And then uh, then a gal, uh, a good friend, uh, put on, God put on her heart to uh, – Uh, jack me up from audio to, uh, to video. video. So that was another (laughs) big chunk of money. And so that's coming up, uh, uh, I think in, uh, late October, November, when we're going to switch over and, um, and do video and right. my my people don't know how ugly i am <laughs> they're about to you guys down. do
0: <laughs>
1: they got to be shocked oh. they got she's going to say send me that money back just go back to, <laughs> just go back to audio <laughs> sorry about chasing that rabbit here but we oh. love we love you guys for tuning us in and we love each other we're, we're not real smart but we love each other right. so <laughs> but but
0: you're right man it's it's a passion and that's the whole reason that i i started and um and then and honestly, why you started is a passion for the Word of God and for people to understand it clearly. These, these, um, I just gotta. I gotta. T- <laughs> this is, and, and we're gonna get on the, the question. I promise. I got a text this morning, literally this morning, and it said um, Joel Osteen buys new car four and a half million dollars, a car. Yeah, and that that might not have been
1: led by the Holy Spirit, which we're going to be talking yeah. about. So it's a good segue into and our I just, topic today. Look,
0: and I just bought a new car, right? New to me. How For much? Six hundred bucks. Six hundred dollars, but it runs. I offered him uh, six fifty right on the spot. He could have made fifty
1: bucks. He wouldn't take. Me. I guess he doesn't love me that much. It <laughs> runs amazing, man. God's so good to bless it. Right? Yeah, a little jealous, Johnny. I confess. But,
0: but you know, um, it, and then you and then what really frustrates me about these guys is they're not telling you the truth. Or they put a little truth in there and then they wrap it up in such a beautiful sandwich called a lie that uh, to keep you deceived and just keep feeding them money so they can go buy $4.5 million cars. I don't care about $4.5 million cars. I've never charged for the podcast. I've never asked money for the podcast. I mean, if someone wants to support it, I'm all in. Praise Jesus, thank you, if, if you choose to do that. But the reality is, People got to hear the truth, man. And there's so few platforms right now. Well, I think
1: your listeners, our listeners, uh, Johnny and I are team. He's he's the leader. I'm just a color commentator. But we're a team. Just the wisecracks occasionally. (laughs) But the thing that's beautiful beautiful about your podcast Hmm. that I love being a part of is you're systematic and you're thorough. You always begin where the scriptures begin and you always end where the scriptures end. And you have a, a boldness, uh, a love. It takes love to tell uh, hard truth. Hard truth. You have a boldness to uh, to give that out. And uh, we're not out necessarily just build a huge audience, but we're out to build a huge biblical foundation in those that are, are choose to be our audience. We're out to build people. Yeah, we're build build you up and, and and you know the a lot of there's a lot of fluff in in the Christian community today. A lot of feely feely touchy. Yeah. And, uh, there is, there is great emotion in this. You know, God is a, a God of intimacy, a God of love. He has a God of deep affection. He created affection, but when people take their emotions and set that as the goal, it's got to be from God. Cause it makes me feel good. You're, you're in deep, deep
0: trouble, deep trouble, right? Yeah. <clears throat> or yeah, it, and that's why we're going to get on this because here's. One of the the, today's topic. Today's topic, which segued right in by accident. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes can guide. Today's topic is what is the job of the Holy Spirit, and the job of the Holy Spirit is to help you see when it's emotion and when it's truth and when it's a lie. Be not deceived. God's not mocked. God also says that in the end, days. Uh, you'll be able to look up and see when, you know, you're able to look up and see when the storm's coming and the rain's coming. Likewise, you will know and not be deceived as Christians when the Antichrist is coming on the scene. Yeah, deception is one of the major
1: signs of the second coming of Christ. Evil men and seduces wax, worse and worse, deceiving and, and being, being deceived. deceived. And it's only the work of the Holy Spirit that will open our eyes. We're, I'm not going to jump ahead. It's a miracle. Right. I went away because <laughs> I know where
0: you're going. He's going to cover the topic. So let's right. jump in, Johnny. What is the job of the Holy Spirit? Let's pray, invite him in, and we will get started. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We love you, Father. Thank you for this time, this opportunity Father, I pray that you would allow the Holy Spirit to use us, guide us, direct us, and then, Father, that the Holy Spirit would bring understanding and clarity to those who are listening. Father, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so as we're in this, what is the job of the Holy Spirit? Well, we we know that the Bible is clear that the Holy Spirit is active in our world. He is active. I mean, on so many levels, and we're going to unfold all of those levels, uh, the book of acts, man, the book of acts is called the book of acts or the acts of the apostles. But the truth is it could be called the book of the acts of the Holy spirit through the apostles, That's because the best, the Holy spirit is constantly on the move. The book of acts or the book of action of the beginning of the church. And without the Holy spirit, uh, you, we wouldn't have such a book.
1: He is God moving on earth. I want to have our listeners, uh, be looking for one word as you're going to head into this, uh, uh, scriptural, uh, feast here, the word same, the Mm -hmm. word same, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a very important word because there's a, there's the one God, Mm -hmm. three persons, God, the father, son, the Holy Spirit, these three, are one, that word same. And a lot of the false teachings that have come throughout the history of the church and even today is where people come along and they want to just kind of really one up and get this extra revelation. And uh, they kind of divide it up. And, uh, well, this does that. And uh, so if you just watch that same spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of the Father, the Holy Spirit, well, which one is it? It's the same spirit. It's the same spirit because it's the spirit of God. That's foundational, And when you get that, the scriptures are no longer complicated. He's not trying to trick anybody. And that will protect you from a lot of false
0: teaching. Amen. I love it. All right. Look, after the apostolic age, uh, there are some changes. But I want to emphasize this, and you have to hear this the Holy Spirit does not, does not inspire further scripture. Mm -hmm. We have what we have no more is coming in, nothing's gonna change, the Pope isn't getting a new word from God if that word is contrary to the word of God. Yeah, and, and, and here's the other thing. We have people who say, I am an apostle. Well, there are no modern day apostles, and we'll do a podcast on that, but there are no modern day apostles that are getting a fresh word from God. God's word is always fresh because it's alive.
1: The scriptures tell us the qualifications of apostle. One of them is being an eyewitness. You had to be there, and so they stretch that word. <laughs> no, way! You had to be there what? To see, see
0: Christ die on the cross. Yes, yes. And uh, You had so, to witness the death on
1: the cross. That's the importance of, of going deeper in scripture because yes. people come up, oh, he's an apostle. I'm going to listen to him. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Study the scripture. God does not inspire uh, the spirit does not inspire further scripture. God closed out right. the scripture, Revelation twenty-two, eighteen and nineteen, and said, Don't you dare add anything or don't or you dare take it
0: away. Take it. Well, and away. and that's the thing about uh, an apostle, the three qualifications, which which again man, we'll just do a podcast on it, but the three qualifications are you had to be handpicked by Jesus taught by Jesus and then witnessed the death on the cross of Jesus. And think even the resurrection of Jesus. But how how could you not? Right. Right <laughs> how could you not? Yeah. So so if you if you Okay, let me help you out. Nobody is two thousand years old today. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm about nineteen ninety though. Yeah you had to be there to witness the <laughs> resurrection. So that was it. Uh handpicked and taught by Jesus Witness the death and witness the resurrection. Those are the three. Thank you. Yeah, I was I was actually uh off on the one. But yeah. No way. You got, got the point. Got you got the point. point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Holy Spirit does not inspire further scripture. We have the word of God, it's inspired by God, and there's no nothing new coming from God uh, other than what we've got. He
1: takes the written word and he take, sends his spirit to enlighten us, which we're, we're heading into right We're heading now. right Sorry, into. jump jumped yeah. ahead of, yes. So, so
0: the, the Holy Spirit does many things in the lives of the believer. As we go through this list, man, I'm telling you, you might want to get a pen and pencil, pen and pad, whatever you have, uh, or get your electronics out if you're that fast of a typer, <laughs> whatever it takes. You might want to take notes on this one because I'm telling you, man. Foundational in a Christian's experience. And it is rich. There it goes. Here we go. Number one, he is the believer's helper. John 1426. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, right? I mean, like there's no you can't even take that one away. It's in the verse. But the helper, comma, the Holy Spirit, comma, whom the Father will send in my name, Jesus' name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. He is the believer's helper.
1: Uh, that word "helper," I think, comes along from a Greek word that means "come alongside." He's our Paraclete. I don't know if that's a Greek word or not, but Paraclete—he comes alongside of us. He's with us. Yeah, He's—you
0: know—actually, Paracletos. Okay,
1: you're close. You got a—you get that point. Okay. <laughs> I haven't been in Bible schools over 40 years, John. Give me some space here, dude. You got it. You're. I'm in the neighborhood. Look, you were right there, baby. But the <laughs> the meaning of it? I'm on target. You're on target. You know, yeah, I just think of, of like you know, I have helpers. Uh, there's things that I can help you with, uh, maybe in the garden and you know what to plant with what, etc. But there's things that you can help me with, like technology. I'm I'm re- I'm you know a little slow, <laughs> right? right. That. But that's so neat. Because it's practical. It's it's in in today's world, what I'm facing now, the Holy Spirit is my paracletos. Mm -hmm. He comes alongside of us to protect us from false teaching, to guide us into all truth. How cool is that?
0: Yeah. uh, So one of the interesting definitions of paracletos is also it's a legal assistant or an advocate in a court of law. Man, it's powerful. Right. So when we look at this as Jesus as the paracletos, that is an advocate or a helper, like mm-hmm. you said, and then it refers to one who helps, advocates, or comforts someone on behalf of another. Isn't that comforting? Oh, my goodness, it's man. The comforter. The comforter. The the- yeah. Yeah. So when we look at this, the helper, the Holy Spirit, right? So that he, he is the believer's helper. He indwells the believers, seals them unto the day of redemption. Thank you, Jesus. In other Sealed words, it comes in, Spirit. seals you head to toe, does not leave you. You cannot lose your salvation because if he seals okay. us to the day of redemption, that means he seals us until Christ's return or until Christ calls us home, the rapture. It's actually not his return because his return isn't till. So he's not going to leave us or forsake us. He won't leave us or forsake us. And so, listen, once you're saved, the, the Holy Spirit comes inside of you, and the very fact that he never leaves us or forsakes us and he seals us until the day of redemption means that your salvation is irreversible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Irreversible. You can't change it, and God won't change it. So no one can pluck me out of the Father's hand? No one. I am my father one, one. So I'm stuck with eternal double life. Double secure, man.
1: I, got, I I just have to live with this eternal life thing, huh? You have to live with
0: it. <laughs> yeah, you, that, right. <laughs> think about that. You have no choice. I get to die with it, too. That's yeah.
1: great, you know? Oh, man. I like those eternal uh, verses.
0: The other thing, he guards and guarantees the salvation of the ones that he indwells. He guards and guarantees the salvation. That's what we were just talking about. Ephesians 1.13. In him you also trusted... After you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, <clears throat> you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Sealed. Uh, how about Ephesians four thirty? And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption, mm-hmm. for the day of of the redeeming, of the day that Christ calls us to be with Him when the trumpet sounds. You know, there's something in uh, in, in history about the seal that we don't.
1: It's not part of our culture today. But when when an emperor would seal a uh, a decree, mm-hmm.
0: signet was, ring
1: with his signet ring, yeah, it was irreversible. Couldn't change. That's it. why when King Ahasuerus in the Book of Esther had made that seal that all the Jews would die, even though he figured out. Esther made clear Haman was the bad guy and he took care of Haman, but that seal was still there. He couldn't reverse it uh-huh. and he knew it was evil. So he made new, uh, uh, edict allowing the Jews to defend themselves. I think perhaps even armed them a right. bit. And so when the day came, no Jews died. Uh, God delivered them. Right. But, but, but think, think that about that. Seal. He couldn't
0: reverse it. So he had to come up with another way.
1: Yeah. That's kind of like Old Testament, New Testament, isn't it? He had to dude. fulfill the old yeah. uh, to, to bring in the new. Man, that's deep, Johnny. Dude,
0: that is so good, man, right? We still I got, got a few brains. Oh, I got goosebumps. We got a few brain cells still ticking here. That's oh, awesome. Oh, man, right? Okay, <laughs> the Holy Spirit. Three, the Holy Spirit assists believers in prayer. Listen, Jesus. Jude one twenty. but you, beloved Beloved as the Christian and only the Christian, this does not apply to the world. Building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit assists us in prayers. He intercedes. He intercedes for us in accordance to the will of God, Romans 8, 26 through 27, which th- this part goes again with assisting uh, believers in prayer. Likewise, The spirit also helps in our weaknesses for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit, the Holy spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. Now I'm going to stop here just for a second, because I know a lot of, uh, hyper spiritual or emotional. I'll use the word emotional. Hyper-emotional churches use this verse uh, to justify uh, speaking in tongues, Mm -hmm. uh, an unknown language that only they know, right? But I want to point out here that this is not us making groanings that cannot be uttered. This is the Holy Spirit Going to God and speaking to God in their language, not our language. You know,
1: this is, I see it as an invitation to commune with God. Mm. When we come to prayer, we don't know how to pray as we should, but we're seeking him. He knows our needs before we ask. There's so many things that just come in. Scripture just come upon scripture upon scripture. Now God's got us. Where he wants us, mm-hmm. we're reaching out to him. We're communing with him.
0: But but the Holy Spirit is praying on our behalf yeah, here. Yeah,
1: there, this is where God is sending His Spirit. Yeah. And and put, since
0: He lives in
1: us, He knows what we're thinking. But you know, I see it. He knows already knows what we're thinking. But it, the, the exciting thing is, He's putting us in into what He's thinking. Right. He's putting right. us in on His agenda through
0: the Holy Spirit. Through the
1: Holy Spirit. Yes. Back to him in our prayers, and you know, I, I when I'm in that that intercessory prayer, I'm, I'm reaching out, and God puts on my heart. People, it's so amazing. He might put on like you on my heart, or some of my my good friends, and I just I'm, I'm before the Lord, and and I'm thinking of Johnny, or I'm thinking of uh, Scotty Baldwin, some of my good pastor friends, and. It, there's something inside of me that's just reaching out to God, praying for them, and, and then, move you to pray. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I'm 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 entering. I'm emotional about it. I'm feeling, yeah. and I I feel the love of God to me and through me and among the brethren, and I'm praying. And then you know, make next week or something. Say, hey, Scotty, or, hey, Johnny, um, I I prayed for you. It was, how did things go? Do you have any issues last week? And then then you'll bring up something, and it's like God who loves you and is working through you, he puts on my heart. And it's just, it's the evidence of the supernatural. And there's nothing, I think, that as a believer that means more to us. And we just have those those sacred moments mm-hmm. when I know God's with me, but I like to feel it. Right. But I don't want to be guided by my feelings. Right. I want to be guided by his word but then we are guided by his word and we experience what he's talking about here. He's making intercession.
0: Yeah, We're, exper- we're doing this. and Well, and it, here's, here's what he does, which is what you're saying in 20, verse 27. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Holy Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. He, God, searches the hearts so knows our mind, and then intercession is made for See, us. See, this
1: is where we go from you know laying before God this petition. Here's what I want. That's not prayer. No, that's not prayer. No, that's a that's, that's a Christmas that. list. Yeah, okay. that, <laughs> but then and then you come to Him as a worshipper. And the spirit is activated. He's already with us. He's already yes. sealed. He's not going to leave us or forsake us. But now we're entering in. We're giving him opportunity to move, to quicken us, make us alive, enlighten our minds, illumination, uh, not only about Scripture, but also about what's happening, what God oh is doing and wants to do in our well, lives.
0: And, and what we are doing versus what we should be doing. And he'll move us through that. Yeah, we're a little drifting
1: off. It's like that little adjustment in the car, you know, Mm -hmm. you're... You got your hand on the wheel, and you're going. The road's pretty straight, and you're just making these little adjustments, yeah. just these little adjustments to stay straight. Yeah. And, and it's we, the Holy
0: Spirit, it's man. The Holy it's, Spirit. Oh my goodness! Right. Sometimes it, he might have to make a big adjustment. <laughs> He's, he can do that too. And sometimes, listen, there's been times where I'm just kind of cruising along, and all of a sudden it's like whack. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> God. It's all love. God is like, boy, you better get your head straight. The Holy Spirit regenerates. And renews the believer titus three five not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the holy spirit that
1: is neat renewing i you know i sometimes i have my I have I drive an older car. <laughs> And uh, it's just been sweet. It runs so good, uh, old Hyundai. Hyundai. And I'll take it, it in, that and that I'll side. make, like, what would, in repairs, maybe something that would be one month's payment. And that thing will go 18 months right. until one more payment. And it's it, there's like this renewal, you know. <laughs> I just feel so good. I feel like I'm cheating the devil, you know. Right. <laughs> I'm getting these miles, so pennies for a mile, because God has given me a car that just won't quit. Right. You know? and,
0: I, I'm telling you, man, we had a, we had a minivan, uh, Oldsmobile Silhouette. They don't make them anymore, obviously. But it was a 2000 Oldsmobile Silhouette. Fantastic car. We loved that thing. And we had over 200,000 miles on it and never had any front-end work done. Mm. Now, if you live in New York, <laughs> you know that's, that's a, a miracle. miracle. <laughs> yeah. But that's right. Is that is that regenerating and renewing and keeping it all through him not by works of righteousness which we have done listen listen we we didn't do this but according to his mercy and of course the his is god's mercy his mercies are new how often jeremiah oh every morning every morning he wants every to morning.
1: renew us by the holy spirit yeah yeah wake up in the morning i face the day it's over my head yeah. i don't know what to do i'm selfish i'm an idiot but he's with me yeah. and I worship him. I turn to him. I reach out to him and say, not my
0: will, thine be done. And I'm renewed by the Holy spirit. Yeah, And, and that's the, that's, that's the coolest part. Listen, this renewing, because let's be honest, man, all of us can drop the ball. All of us can be excessive somewhere. All of us can be, uh, pursuing wrong things all of what what feels right or what you desire to be right or what you really want right? some of us already have way over 100,000 miles on us <laughs> way over <laughs> right and said. then and then all of a sudden you stop and you seek God's face and immediately there is a renewing and a washing in, in a moment and you you can feel that right you know God is there And he's blessing you and touching you. So the Holy Spirit regenerates and renews the believer. Mind you, only the believer. Uh, At the moment of salvation, the Spirit baptizes the believer into the body of Christ, Romans 6, 3. Or do you not know that as many of us were baptized into Christ, Jesus were baptized into his death? That's through the Holy Spirit. God is so good, man. You know,
1: I, I experienced that so sweetly, and as all I think all new believers do, I I, I say this prayer, I ask Christ to forgive me of my sins, come in my heart and save me. I'm regenerated, I'm made alive, I'm renewed. And, uh, you know, I had friends at church that all of a sudden our friendship was really deep, and I didn't know them all that long, but we just had the same spirit. Right. And then I would go like, I remember going to this concert uh this guy uh, uh Phil Kage, was in a really high up rock group and he got saved and I went to hear him do a concert he was this rocker man he was uh he might have been the greatest guitarist in America uh, after Jimi Hendrix died uh Kage was way up there and uh, he would do these he would just give his testimony straight up you need to be saved. I was lost. I'm in darkness Jesus loves me songs. And he played on the guitar and everybody loved that. But it was just amazing. And I was at this place and it was kind of a dark place. It was it was a it was a, a party place, you know. <laughs> and but the 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 believers, we went to hear Phil kinda of the Christian part, and the other people didn't want to hear the Christian part. And that little circle of believers, I didn't even know these people.
0: But I loved them. There is something that you cannot explain that that's you just talked work. about. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's the work Spirit. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 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 And I, you can't explain it, but it is there and it is I go real. to Sweden,
1: and I meet these people, they love Jesus. I'm in. They're yeah. in my heart. That's the universal, you know, family of God. Uh, the the the, the well,
0: well that's you know, I'll I'll be watching M M A. Uh that's about the only sport I watch anymore. They're the only ones that haven't taken a knee to the or caved in to political correctness correctness. and i'll see two fighters and if i'm not sure like maybe they're new or whatever and then i find out the dude's a christian Mm -hmm. i immediately like him yeah he's my man he's i'm gonna go for him uh unless he's a jerk and then i'm like dude you're not a real christian i can't you hate to judge him but but you're drawn to the to the one that's a christian it's just because we prefer one another we've kindred
1: we're kindred what spirit spirit absolutely and that Uh, that experientially that absolutely thrilled me when I would meet Christians. Like I go to Sweden, I go to Bolivia to meet Christians. It's like we automatically love one another, right? We're of different worlds, man. We speak different languages. We have different cultures, but, but serve man, the same we're, God. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I it's kind of the ultimate man. Yep. It's it's just ridiculous. It's, it's
0: amazing. Uh, so then the spirit comforts believers, with fellowship and joy as they go through a hostile world. And I'm going to tell you, man, in the world we live in today, I don't know there's a greater need than the comfort of the Holy Spirit. 1 Thessalonians 1.6, And you became followers of us of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy and joy of the Holy Spirit, the joy of the Holy Spirit trumps our afflictions.
1: Isn't that cool?
0: You know, when when the world's falling apart and the Christians staying together, the world looks at the Christian for the answers. Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit. That communion is the comfort. You know, it's interesting. The hostile
1: world, comfort of the Holy Spirit, I've seen that play out here in in our in my life and in my ministry here in New York hundreds of times. Most of the believers in, in our church and ministry here in New York were first the first believers in their family, right? Right. They come out of different religious things or no religion at all. And most of our people, especially the first 500 people that came through our church, they were the first believers and their families like, no, no. And they were a little hostile and they didn't want to hear it until somebody in the family died where right. there's a family crisis. Now what does the family do? They call, on, <laughs> they call on that, that one believer. Yep, th- They do. And that believer becomes the representative of the Holy spirit to the family and they they t- they take the truths of the family's rejected right. Right. they take those truths and say now this I'm comforted and you're not and that's how so many of our people that were the first one saved in their family led many of their family members Ab- to
0: Christ. Absolutely and because they're living it out they're seeing the comfort they have they're not falling apart. Yeah. yeah I did a funeral one time uh, a guy committed suicide uh, with a shotgun and uh, you know the person you know who I'm talking about At any rate um, and it's probably been 10 years ago or so. And the family asked me to do the funeral. It was the sister of that, that was like, pastor John, will you do the funeral? And I was like, yeah, I'll do the funeral. So I went ahead and did the funeral. And while we're, while we're at the graveside, the, the girl who's Christian, probably the only Christian in her family. Um, she is, hyperventilating weeping and i'm i so i walked up to her i put my arm around her and i said do you know jesus as your lord and savior and she goes yeah i said why are you acting like you don't Mm. if you want to impact your family you need to get a hold of yourself because this is not of god immediately immediately she checked her spirit and then walked in the spirit of God, in the spirit of, through the Holy Spirit. It's exciting. Because what happens is we get lost in, and caught up in the world junk. And know? the
1: emotion of the, the immediate situation yeah. conquered her. And then you reminded her, and the Holy Spirit was there yep. in her, empowered her, gave so her the bigger picture.
0: And she immediately responded. She,
1: she yielded and in Victor came. I, <laughs> Goosebumps, I had, baby. I had an experience similar to that. God not work. as, I had an experience beautiful beautiful life. It was not as dramatic. I, I took this, uh, young gal, college age girl on a mission trip with me. And her father was there, uh, to, uh, Bolivia. And, um, we, it's the third world countries, things don't go according to plan. And we get out to this camp and they're not going to even let us use the camp. And the guy's trying to bribe us to get money and we didn't really have money. And it was really sad. And he wouldn't open up the restrooms, this American girl who came to be the the leader, the representative, kind of the missionary. And I'm, I'm spiritually up here and I'm trying to reach down to bring you from down here to bring you up. And
0: uh, she was kind of freaking out. Mm -hmm. She was sleep deprived. Oh, yeah. after dude there is there's a lot of things that have come that, that happened that bring us to these stages. And and she started freaking
1: out, like, you know, I deserve better. And she started acting like an American tourist instead of a, <laughs> a, a missionary. missionary. <laughs> and and I went to her and I'm I'm not a real bold guy in, in confrontation, but this this it was game on now and all this this whole camp was watching her. And there was like 150 teenagers who were trying to look up to her and she wasn't living a life of behavior that mm. was exemplary. Yeah. And I went to her and uh, I just, I looked her right in the eye I said, look, you're, are you a missionary or are you, are you a wimp? I said, are you American tourist here or are you a missionary? You know what I'm talking about? Stop, stop being selfish. Stop saying I deserve better than this. Mm. We'll, we'll take you on a walk and go down behind a tree and, do what everybody has to do sometimes okay the rest whatever it's got to be right and it's and it's and, and she looked me right in the eye she looked me right in the eye she yielded and said you're absolutely right i'm a missionary i'm not a tourist and she, and and, and the, the the whole 150 youth teenage campers were watching her and that became her in that that moment of weakness that she responded in the spirit mm-hmm. became the example in camp and kids would come and talk to her and, and, uh, and God used that, that moment of weakness that was corrected Mm -hmm. by the Holy spirit for them to see Jesus in her. Because these kids all, you know, many of them are saved and, and they, they're in the same battle. They just, they're used to third world conditions. So it was no big deal to her. Right. And then they're like, well, you came from first world to our world and you have to sacrifice. Sometimes we get caught up, dude. Sometimes we get caught up in our own desires. But see, that's what the Holy Spirit did in it that moment. brings you back in the check. And she's a great gal, and I'm so screaming proud of her. She wound up being a missionary uh, to, to Bolivia for her, uh, uh, did a whole year's work and made great sacrifice and and faced up to that third world conditions and, and stopped being an American tourist and a wimp. But see, this is this is uh, to our listeners. This is the helper right. coming alongside yes. in everyday life, and
0: it's not going your way. Right. He corrects yeah, you. And, and here is the crazy thing: the bathroom situation didn't change. No, but her heart did. Her heart did because she yielded to the Holy Spirit,
1: and she look. She looks back on that moment as as the greatest missionary moment, right. where she went from being a tourist to being a missionary mm-hmm. because she yielded. And, you know, she, she didn't die. She, you know, the <laughs> restrooms opened up and she found that tree or whatever. <laughs> I don't remember
0: what that part of it unfolded, but listen, there's, listen, there's nothing wrong with the tree. Just be careful of the leaves you reach for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poison Ivy, baby. You gotta watch that. Uh, so oh my goodness, this,
1: this is what a great, what a great, uh, lesson this
0: is. Oh my goodness. The Holy Spirit, he is so rich in mercy and love toward us. The Holy Spirit fills believers with all joy and peace. Even in the midst of a no potty available situation. <laughs> right? But here's the difference as we trust the Lord, mm-hmm. it has to be that yielding. You have to, there has to be the yielding because, like you were just saying, listen, um, nothing changed about the bathrooms. They were still locked. What changed was her yielding to the Holy Spirit to represent him she In a died godly way.
1: I love this phrase I'm not the author of it but she died to her rights to have the comforts that Americans just expect that we deserve she died to all that and you know when we die to self Christ by his spirit yep. lives inside yep. of us yep. takes yep. the place of what we are and those kids were watching her and they saw a low moment she corrected it and she became that spiritual example to them that that she wanted to be yep. Yep. but God but that was
0: through the holy spirit and her yielding to yeah
1: the holy spirit and just you know as we get in everyday life we get frustrated we, and then all of a sudden the spirit's there he touches us sometimes he'll bring somebody to us to kind of bring it uh, come alongside well, of us but,
0: but here's the verse that literally explains what you just said and what i shared on the funeral is the the spirit the spirit fills the believers right Romans fifteen thirteen now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you Christian may abound grow keep moving forward. The positive that abound is a, is an absolute That's a positive. Wonderful word! Oh my goodness, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Not just enough to get by, but to abound. To abound, right? I mean, yeah, this isn't like we're not we're not getting the bare minimum, man. We're getting the overflow. Abound, sanctification—that is the abounding. It is sanctification. Uh, is the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. And that, that word sanctification literally means, or if we would, progressive sanctification, which is the process of growing mm-hmm. in God's grace, knowledge, understanding.
1: Yeah, the, I've heard that the meaning of the word sanctification, to set apart, which is common in God sets us apart yep. unto his
0: agenda. Yep. Yeah, we're sanctified, our gen- set apart.
1: Yeah, Our agenda is temporary. Yep. It would all, all burn. It would be all left behind. God's agenda is eternal. And yet as we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and these eternal things, as we come to New York and you, and you sacrifice everything to come here to live by faith and not know how you're going to pay your next bills, and you go without this and you go without that, and down the road somebody comes to Christ, another one comes to Christ, this one gets saved. They tell their friends they get saved. And, and that we look back and say, I have a house. I I I drive a car. I've traveled the world. We saw first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things were added unto us. As he set us apart for his work, it doesn't mean that we don't have our needs be met at all. It's just he guarantees he is going to meet them. And he does. And a bonus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness.
0: you get me excited, John. Right. (laughs) So the next thing is the spirit sets himself against the desires of the flesh and leads the believer into righteousness Galatians 5, 16 through 18. I say then, walk in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, because he's in us. He doesn't leave us and doesn't forsake us, so we have no excuse there. Walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And so, if we look at this, meaning that we're not under the world's requirements as the law, right? But I'm going to tell you there is a war. Matter of fact, in First uh, Peter chapter two verse eleven, he says, Peter says that there is a war that the Spirit is waging war against the, or, or there's a war against the soul right where this whole battle that we're having uh, that's waging war against us to live godly or to live ungodly to feed the flesh or to feed the spirit and here Paul tells the church of Galatia walk in the spirit you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh because the flesh is waging war against the spirit that's what Paul was talking
1: about when he said I die daily because my flesh is there Mm my fleshly desires would lead me astray every time in a and heartbeat never, and never fulfill anything. Yeah. that's well, the it, thing. it fulfills the moment. Yeah. Gratifies the moment and then it brings embarrassment, brings shame and, uh, and, and brings defeat. Well,
0: the, the Bible says when sin gives birth, which is really interesting when mm-hmm. sin gives birth, it brings forth death. Death. What an oxymoron. When sin becomes the life, you now die. Your death,
1: yeah. That's a battle that all Christians are in, and that's why God sent the Holy Spirit to equip us to overcome the flesh.
0: Absolutely. I
1: love that, that little uh, phraseology. Uh, in Christ's death, he paid the penalty for our sin in his life. He gives us power over sin. And it's by sending the comforter, the paracletos, mm-hmm. to come and live inside of us, to give us his strength. Yeah. So we're not on our own. He doesn't leave us, forsakes us. He seals us. But every day, every moment really along the way, we have to make that choice. Are we going to yield? Or are we going to do it our way?
0: Well, that's Galatians five nineteen through 26, you know, because the works of the flesh become less evident when the fruit of the spirit becomes more evident. Mm-hmm. Galatians 5 19 through 26. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Here we go. This is it, baby. This, this is, is a the list. stuff
1: that should not be seen in us right. who believe.
0: Right. Uh, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath. That's selfish. That's selfish. I want it now. Like that's that outburst of wrath. And then it goes into selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. And by the way, that revelries is a feasting or an indulging and and in sin. Revelries. My,
1: my Friday and Saturday night back growing up. Yeah, right? revelings. Yeah. Or how about
0: this? Revelries would be the Mardi Gras. Yeah, that's probably the most perfect picture of revelries that you can have. And so many cultures have the same thing. Yep. Different name, but it's the same thing, and that is going in, feeding all those crazy desires to get them out of your system for the next year. Throw off all restraint. Just
1: get drunk. Just get naked. Just do what you feel like doing. The heart is deceitfully wicked. Who could know it? I was in uh, on a, a Christian uh, trip, a study trip with a uh, Boston Baptist College years ago as a chaperone for these college kids, and they didn't really need a chaperone. They're godly kids, but we were in um, uh, in Italy at. Uh, I I just forget. oh It was Venice. It was Venice, and we're at the big plaza, and it was. We didn't know it. We don't know their culture, but basically, it was our Mardi Gras. Oh. <laughs> we went out at night, it's like, "Whoa, we ain't ready for this!" <laughs> it was. Uh, we just kind of went back to the the hotel uh, rather early that night and yeah. had a little prayer meeting because right. we our eyes saw some things I didn't want to see. You know, right? Just, but. Yeah. Well, and,
0: and even even today, and we have it all around the country, the LGBTQ parades. Yeah, yeah, it was. We were there, right? I mean, and because they're coming out. I mean, if you want to have a parade, okay, have a parade, but you don't need to come out. Wearing basically nothing and flaunting and but it's, being, see, it's it's the human
1: spirit of defiance against God. That's, yeah,
0: yeah, the revelry. We're man. not going to le- yield to anything. We're just yep. going to if it feels good, we're going to
1: do it. Yep. And we don't care. And boy, they do it. They do. And that's do. the work of the flesh. And he
0: goes on and he says, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's that yeah. against that revelries, against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. The works of the flesh are less evident when the fruit of the spirit is more evident. Mm-hmm. Can't be both. Can you? They war against one another. They're complete
1: opposites.
0: And one satisfies, and one doesn't satisfy. Uh, Well, or it satisfies for the moment, and then afterwards you gotta, you gotta, gotta gotta, wake up the next day. You you gotta look in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta
1: face the same people that you reveled with last night. Right. right. And uh, or
0: if you're saved, you gotta face God. mm
1: Yeah, I lived that way for too long, and I like the new life. I like to work with the Spirit a lot better.
0: <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's a whole lot less taxing on the emotions. Body, soul, and spirit. The body, soul, There's exactly. a price to pay to be, a, to be in revelry. Yeah. Believers are commanded to be filled with the Spirit, Ephesians 5.18, which, listen, let me tell you, this means that you yield yourself to the Spirit's full control. Verse 18 uh, from Ephesians 5. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation or excess, but be filled
1: with the Holy Spirit. You know, it's so simple, and people make it so complicated. It's not some kind of a uh, theological discipline. It's just when Jesus prayed, not my will, thine be done. Right. That's all. That's it. That's it. Just and, yield.
0: Yeah, and then, and then you, we have to decide, are we going to do it God's way or are we going to do it our way? And there there is a distinct difference. And and I'm gonna tell you, in your heart of hearts, man, you might be real with where you're at and what you want and your desires. But if it's going against God, you have to stop and rethink it.
1: You know, the Holy Spirit is so faithful that when you're in that moment, he convicts you of sin of righteousness. Right. You know, you know, right. you know. Well, is this the right thing right. to do? Right. You already. You don't even have to ask that question because right. right. he's already spoken to you. Don't go there. Don't say that. Don't drink that. Don't smoke that. Don't do that. And he's there because he loves us. He knows right. what's best. He wants us to make a bright and shining light. And he's faithful and, and ever present.
0: And he will give you the warnings yes. before. The discipline, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and if you yield to the warning, there will be no discipline. Exactly. There won't be any need for it. Exactly.
0: The Holy Spirit is also a gift giver. First Corinthians twelve four. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and the spiritual gifts that are given by the Holy Spirit, he ha- he determines in his wisdom. First Corinthians twelve eleven but one in the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. A lot of controversy over spiritual gifts. We could do a,
1: a series of podcasts on that, but you know what? Yeah. It doesn't have to be all that crazy. It's it's, it's simple.
0: Yeah, and, and, and the Holy Spirit gives us these gifts as he determines, right? How about this? The Holy Spirit does, now listen to this, the Holy Spirit does work among unbelievers. Yes, he does. John sixteen eight. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this verse isn't going to make you happy because a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, the Holy Spirit is going to work in my life and I don't have to be that Christian. John sixteen eight. And when he has come, he the Holy Spirit, he will convict the world of sin. This is Jesus talking, telling them that, listen, the Holy Spirit is going to come. And when the Holy Spirit comes, he will convict the world. The world is is that opposite of God, opposite of, of Christ's kingdom. Convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus. I have this verse, yeah, John 1 yes. 9.
1: John 1 9. Jesus Christ lighteth the path of every man that cometh into the world. The Holy Spirit's coming after you, lost man, because he loves you. That he universal loves love. We talked about yep. that in a recent podcast, that universal love. He's coming after you uh, to convict you of your sin. I, I remember that happening in my life. I didn't realize, I thought it was going crazy, man. Because I, I felt guilty about the things that were going on in my life. And, like, I'm coming up empty. There's got to be something better than this. I felt dirty. And then this girl said, you want to go to church with me? <laughs> and, and I did. Life changer,
0: right? Yeah. The Holy Spirit was working. Yeah. The Holy Spirit testifies of Christ. Yeah. John fifteen twenty six. But when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. So you're saying he points us to Jesus. He points us to Jesus, okay, right? And it. that's why the verse says, you know, or Jesus even says, um, I think it was Jesus that said it, that the greatest sin is not blaspheming the Son or the Father. It is the, the unforgivable sin. The only the only sin that is unforgivable when all of Scripture is blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Rejecting what he's trying to do. Rejecting to Him, his testimony of Christ. Yeah.
1: Reject Christ. Resist the Holy Spirit and you pay.
0: Yeah. So the Holy Spirit comes in, testifies of Jesus Christ, Savior of the world. He died on the cross for your sins. He is who he says he is, has done what he said he has done. And you and I need him. That's the Holy Spirit. He's testifying of Jesus Christ. If you reject the testifying of Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit, that is blaspheming the Holy Spirit. It's the only unforgivable sin, and that is because you're not saved and you go to hell. Yeah. Straight up. Straight up, man. I mean, but but oh, you get the opportunity. Okay. Uh next cuz I know that like the time is running way fast. I'm looking at the clock and we're just not with the clock yet. But that's okay. The Holy Spirit is restraining sin and keeping the rise of the antichrist at bay.
1: Yeah, he's holding back Satan's agenda and when Christ returns Takes his bride out in whom the Holy Spirit lives, then the Holy Spirit will no longer hold back Satan's Antichrist. We could do a whole podcast on that, but
0: and we will, because I think that's crucial. That's that's, right that's, now. that's in that's our face.
1: where we are at today. It's, yes,
0: Second uh, Thessalonians two six through ten, and now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time. He is. The antichrist verse seven for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains, he who now restrains is the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit will do so until he is taken out of the way. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will restrain until the Holy Spirit is removed. The Holy Spirit is removed at the rapture. Then the antichrist has nothing holding him back. And then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Then we hit verse 10. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved, they blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Yep, He's the active movement
1: of God in the world today to convict the lost, to restrain uh, Satan's agenda, to empower us.
0: Uh, Absolutely. The Holy Spirit gives believers wisdom. So the Holy Spirit gives believers wisdom by which we can understand God and the things of God. I mean, these go hand in hand. You you can't have one without the other.
1: The huge theological arena called
0: illumination. It turns the lights on so we can see. Illumination. I call it the stadium lights where there's no (laughs) shadow (laughs) or turning, right? Best kind. You look at the football field or a baseball field, and, man, when those stadium lights come on, you will not see a shadow In that arena. They're coming from every direction. They cover everything and light it up so bright that there's not even a shadow. Dude, that's what the Holy Spirit does for us Mm -hmm. if we walk in the Holy Spirit. So here we have the Holy Spirit gives believers wisdom by which we can understand God, 1 Corinthians 2, 10, and 11. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. In verse 11, for what man knows the things of man except the spirit, the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Well, the spirit of God lives in us. And since he lives in us, what does he do? He reveals to us. All the deep things of God. So his intention
1: is to enlighten us, to empower us, to guide us, and
0: to use us. Yep. Teach, just give us discernment. I wish I could get saved all over again because that's good. (laughs) That is so good. Man, that's good. Since we have been given the amazing gift of God's Holy Spirit that lives in us, we can now understand. The things of God, the thoughts of God, as revealed in Scripture. Let this mind be in you. Whole new mind, isn't oh, it? The Spirit helps us understand. This wisdom is from God, not from man. First Corinthians two, twelve through thirteen. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. That we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God, these things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But then he goes on into verse 14. But the natural man, the natural man is not is the one who is not the believer. The natural man is the one who is. Blaspheme the Holy Spirit, denied Christ, is not a Christian, right? The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned, spiritually lacking, spiritually ignorant, spiritually without God. It's the other side of the coin. It's the other side of the coin. And, and man, when you... Light on one side dark on the oh, other oh come on duke brother people got to get saved man people got to understand this and one of the litmus tests and i've given this over and over and over and over again one of the litmus tests to knowing if you are a child of god jesus says it in john eight forty seven, when he says you do not hear the things of God, in other words, you don't understand the things of God. you don't believe the things of God because you're not of god and and one of the things that he's very specific with is the Word, right? The things of God is the Word of God, and if you don't believe the Bible and I mean all of it in its entirety, knowing it, it is without fail in any area, no contradictions. Everything in it is truth, including Jonah. <laughs> if you say, oh, I believe this, but uh, come on, you can't really believe that, you're not saved. And that's according to Jesus in John eight forty seven. That's your litmus test. Listen, God helps us to understand. He gives us wisdom, and and that wisdom is from him. And if you are not of him, you're the foolish man. You're the natural man. You think that all things of God are foolishness. And I'm going to tell you, no amount of human knowledge can ever replace the Holy Spirit's teaching. None. So there's only one way to get to heaven, and that's through Jesus Christ. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I pray today is the day that you stop and that you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal all this to you, and you surrender your life to Christ and you believe. If you don't, you're the natural man. It's all foolishness to you, and when you die, you're going to go to hell. You do not have the Holy Spirit. You cannot have the Holy Spirit until you surrender to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. There is no other way. I pray today's the day that if you don't know Jesus, you get saved. I also pray that if you do know Jesus, you go and tell someone about him. Hey, guys, I hope this has helped you. And if it has, please like, share, subscribe, and follow. And until next week, God bless.